0: Real sports talk for real sports fans. It's Jimmy V and TC. Here's Jim and Trent. All right, everybody. Welcome back in. As we uh, take you till 6 o'clock right here on the Big Talker 1700, Jim and Trent. All right, Trent. So here we are, and it's kind of one of those things where we start a week that there's no major golf tournament. Uh, the NBA is winding down, but there are some important games. Yeah. The NHL playoffs will begin in a couple of days, so you and I enjoy that. So that'll give us something to watch. But locally, now Iowa State's spring game is canceled due to weather, and Iowa spring game doesn't come up for what another week or so, right?
1: Yeah, week and a half. It'll be uh, a week from yeah. Friday, the twentieth.
0: Yeah. Uh, boy, it's empty. It's empty. Locally, it's empty. I, I don't like this.
1: Well, that's why you've got to dig a little deeper, Jimmy B. You've got to find some other stuff. You've got to find Hawkeye Baseball. You've got to find the recruiting news. You've got to dig a little bit. You can't just open up your newspaper and hope that they're going to give you the news, Brinson. You've got to do some work.
0: Can you do that? No,
1: okay,
0: no. That's what uh-uh. I figured. Yeah. No, not me.
1: <laughs> Sounds about right. Sounds about yeah, right. I know. So, uh, what, what's the over-under? What's the first date you're going to get out on a golf course here in Iowa this year?
0: Well, I thought that uh, we would be out hitting, uh, you know, at least the second week of April. But after looking at the weather forecast and why Iowa State's uh, spring game is canceled uh, with 45 degrees and rain all weekend, that's out. That's not going to happen. Look, they're they're just going to be mud bogs uh, for for a few days. I mean, we got to get some sun in here. We got to have sixty degrees here and try to get some of this ground dried out so that we can be out there. Trent, we got to go hit. You know that.
1: Well, I'm not very good anymore. I, you know, how many times I played last year, Jim? How many? Once one time wow one time is That's... that where you,
0: is that where you went with your boys on that trip where you guys play like 300 times in five days
1: no that was that was three years ago i haven't yeah that did not oh, happen boy, time year. flies it does it <laughs> does jimmy b yeah and so with the masters patrick reed are are you now in the cap patrick reed camp are you on the negative side of him where, where do you sit after the victory now
0: I'm not. I'm not on the negative side of him. No, I, I loved it when he had the stare down and and the shot for shot with with McElroy in the Ryder Cup. That was just that was tremendous for me, and, and they were calling him Captain America at, at that time because he's the reason they won. I I, I hate it when when baggage comes out. It kind of reminds me, Trent, of what took place in the NCAA basketball tournament. Remember what happened? The player goes off, has scores 31 points, and then you hear sordid stories when he was 15 or 16. This kind of reminds me of that same deal, mm-hmm. and and I don't care for it. I, I really don't. Uh, look, if he's not a well-liked guy on the tour, okay, Sure. So what? Mm-hmm. So what? I don't. I don't care. I want to watch the guy play golf. You don't. You don't have to be loved by everybody. God, how boring would that be? So I. I just wanted to see him play. I was so impressed with the way that he handled the challenge and playing with McElroy and knowing that Spieth and Fowler were just breathing down his neck. And in fact, Spieth tied him for the lead at one time. So. I'm not going for the past thing. I'm going for what I witnessed over the weekend, and I'm looking forward now.
1: I'm right there with you, Jimmy B. Uh, I'm Patrick Reed. Even with the ugly pink shirt, I'm rooting for the guy, absolutely. And if there's more to come, if he proves that he's still cheating, like he Uh, apparently did in college, that's a different conversation. But uh, for the here and now, I just I can't go there. I, I wanted to see somebody make a run at him. We saw Ricky. We saw Spieth. We saw those things that were happening yesterday. But it's just hard to be negative on a guy for something that happened that long ago. Yet that continues to be the talk of the tour. Again, the big news from today. Iowa State has canceled their spring football game coming up on Saturday. No spring game We'll get into that more, certainly in the coming days ahead. But next, gonna talk with Wolfgang. He's gonna be stopping by, some golf talk. We'll talk some hawkeyes, whatever else comes up. Early break here, back with more in a moment. It's Jimmy B and T C. The-
0: it's nice to be talking to the home crowd again in Central Iowa, where I was raised, where I got married. The show is right on you, five to nine p.m. weekdays on Des Moines' Big
1: Talker, seventeen hundred KBGG. Well, and welcome back with you until six o'clock tonight. It's Jimmy B and TC. Time to talk with our man Wolfgang. You can find him on Twitter at Wolfgang Hawkeye. Not a ton of Hawkeye news to really get into. We'll talk a little spring football, perhaps, but. Get to start in a place I'm not sure we've ever started before, Wolfgang. Golf? Are are you? Sure. Are you a golf fan? Let's start right there. Are you a golfer? Do you enjoy the the sport
2: of golf? Where where are you? I'm slowly getting into it more and more and more. And it's funny you brought it up. I, I mean, I was pumped to watch this weekend. If you hear some of like everybody talk and. I told you I was out of town. I wasn't sure your opinion on this stuff, so I'm kind of interested to hear your opinion. I don't know if you're hardcore golf or you you love golf, you like golf. I'm not even sure where you sit. But I'm sitting here watching this, and they're acting like Tiger Woods is bigger than the sport. Mm-hmm. I don't know if that offends you or not. It kind of offends me because I don't necessarily just watch the sport for Tiger Woods. But they have a point, Trent. If your ratings go up, was it day one and day two or just day one, Forty percent, maybe. Maybe Tiger is better, bigger than the sport. And if that's the case, you guys that love—if you do love golf—that's pathetic. Because I think you guys have a young generation of of uh, guys that are studs. If you look at Speed, he's going to be an all-time, all-time great. Am I wrong?
1: No, no, absolutely. You're right. You're right on.
2: And and I just look at these guys, and I'm like. So all you people love golf, and then I'm hearing people say, oh, yeah, I love golf. You know what I love about golf is that I can just lay in bed and fall asleep and wake up three hours later. I'm like, what? <laughs> Excuse me? What do you mean? I never said that about the Hawkeyes or Cyclones or, or, or LeBron or Conor McGregor or Floyd Mayweather or Mike Tyson. Oh, I love watching Mike Tyson so I can fall asleep. It just, what? What are you talking about? You either love golf or you don't. So you people that love golf, are you interested in speed? Are you interested in Rory, who I like Rory. I actually really like Rory, but he and choked. He choked, okay? Patrick Reed called him out, and you know golf much better than I do. And everybody that's listening, but I got into this guy, this Patrick Reed guy. Everybody, oh, everybody on the tour hates him. Everybody hates this Patrick Reed guy. Why? He got emotion out of golfers. Speech was talking something. He talks a little bit of crap to Steve. Not a ton of crap. I'm talking golf crap. I'm not talking like boxing, MMA crap, NBA crap. I'm talking a golf crap. That's kind of fun. Talking to him, you know, having him and Rory go back and forth. The Irishman, Rory, and then you've got Patrick Reed saying that he's ca- it's Captain America is Rory. That's funny, Trent. Do you not find that dr- funny?
1: I I do I and I enjoy Patrick Reed. Now I enjoy Patrick Reed because I had him at uh, fifty to one before the tournament, so my account was very happy with Patrick Reed. But more importantly, yeah, guy to mix it up. And so as the tournament's going on, and I'd known that Patrick Reed that he is not a big uh, he's not well liked on the tour. I I knew that, but I never really knew the reason why. So I decided, all right, well. I'm going to try to figure out why. Let's let's dig into it. So I read a couple... It's, a match, it's match play, right? No, no. It, it's well before that. Well before
2: that. Well before. Okay. Oh, boy. We're getting deep. I like
1: it. Well, I, I dug into it, and it goes back to his collegiate days. He started up at Georgia, got in a little trouble there, nothing big, got, you know, a, a ticket for being drunk when he was a freshman and one other thing, and then he transfers to Augusta State, and he just... But there's, not, there's nothing in particular. You know, there's not one thing that people, well, the reason that we don't like him is because of this. It's just
2: his attitude. He's cocky. but Yes, he is. You, it's obvious. You don't see that, Trent? Oh, yeah. I love it. Yeah. He's definitely confident. He believes in himself. He looks at you and he does it with a, I don't think it's crazy cocky, <coughs> like for another sport, but it, you can tell those guys, if you saw some of that footage from match play with him and Speed or him and Rory, did you see how amps they were getting and pumps playing golf when they were going against him? I mean it was it brought another side of both those two guys that I loved and I think it brings golf higher. I don't So what what's to hate about him? Those guys, I don't know about you, whether you're at the damn Y or fifth grade or high school or college or pros, you love that guy that brings something else out in you that makes you feel something nobody else does. They may hate hate him, but speeds and Rory, what I saw on ESPN and Fox Sports One and Whatever else I was watching, they they were acting differently when they were playing this Patrick guy, Patrick Reed than anybody I've ever seen, and I loved it. If this guy's going to bring something out that we haven't seen, and Rory goes on to choke on on Sunday, would you call that a choke? I have no idea even what the definition of that is, Trent. But he fell off. Spieth brought it, and then you saw in that last hole he hits a branch, and then I told you we were driving half. How- driving home, listening to golf on the radio, which is really weird, interesting, but weird. You know what I mean? I mean, it was weird. It was just odd to listen to that. But I think he hit a branch, and Kiff said, well, it's not his fault. What do you mean? Yeah, it is. He hit it into the branch. Yeah. I didn't understand what she was saying there. I mean, you couldn't miss the branch. It's okay. Everybody else did. And then he missed the—was it a five-foot putt? Speed did. Can you imagine if he would have lost by one shot, Speed. Yeah, I, well— he, he that's he, he lost by two, right? If he would have made that five foot putt, wasn't it the five foot putt on eighteen? Again, I was on radio, I was listening when we were coming
1: home. Yeah, he he lost by two, yeah, and Fowler was one shot back. And uh, I don't know if it was it five feet, was it that close? I, I thought it was a little bit deeper than that. I am going by radio. Go on yeah. by
2: radio. I did not see it.
1: And and I'm going off of memory, which is is a scary thing myself. So we got a couple of different things here. I enjoy golf. I'm a golf fan but it's better with Tiger. I mean, there's, there's no doubt. And the ratings were up this year, and, and when you got a leaderboard with, well, you get Rory, Ricky Fowler, Jordan Spieth making a run, Dustin Johnson, Bubba Watson, you know, guy, guys that were around there. It's going to help, but Tiger makes the sport better. I say that as a golf fan, and it brings in the casual fan. Without Tiger, well, it's it's not as good. It just isn't. So, you know, I was... What, this latest comeback by Tiger, I, I was not real excited. All right, here we go again, and nothing's going to happen. But Why? What do you mean you weren't? Because I, I, I've gone through this for five years, Wolfgang. I've gone through the conversation for five straight years. Not him being healthy, man. I disagree with you. I mean, you
2: know about, more about golf. I'm not going to pretend to know what you do. But this is different. He's healthy, right?
1: Well, I, I've been told he's healthy multiple times throughout that tenure. And then it doesn't oh, so you come you think this is
2: the same old thing?
1: No, I don't. That, that, that's what I'm getting at. That's what I'm getting at. That's why this week was as excited as I've been for a golf tournament probably since, I don't know, the 96 Masters? 97? I mean, that's how excited I was for this tournament. And it was because Tiger really felt back. He was showing it on the course, he was playing well. That back fusion, fusion surgery actually was a surgery that worked for him. So I was excited, and, and I can understand why the casual golf fan is as well. I wouldn't per- I, I guess I'm more of a golf fan than a casual fan, but I'm not mm-hmm. also, you know, have to watch every tournament, watch every shot, that kind of person. But the Masters, I'm that way. You know, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, I was locked and loaded. I watched as much of it as I could, and I really enjoyed it. And I'm happy for Patrick Reed, and and I, I still, th- those are the kind of stories. Well, you know, he's just not well liked. If there was a reason. No, well, he, he's a known cheater. Okay, well, that's pretty easy. You know, something like that. It just, uh, no, he's a little cocky. All right, then cocky guy. Yeah, you can,
2: see, you can, that doesn't surprise you, right? No, that no. That doesn't surprise you. Look, he's got a little bit of that. I like it.
1: But I thought there was going to be, when I, when I started digging in, I thought there was
2: going to be something more. And you there know? really wasn't, like, no. anything like, you know, he doesn't cuss. I mean, so many people hated. Tiger, because he cuts here and there. I know. Yes, yes. Again, I'm not into the culture of golf like a lot of people are. So that may bother people more. Like baseball, a lot of that stuff I don't understand. You're not allowed to bunt. what What is this rule? Anyway, we'll talk about that again on baseball. I just don't get some of these upwritten rules. I understand why you don't want somebody cutting on the course and blah, blah, blah. I get that. But Tiger, it was fun talking to a whole bunch of people that I didn't know this weekend, Trent. And seeing if they loved him, they hated him because you're hearing most people on the radio, most people on blog, everybody's root for him. Mm-hmm. And I talked to some people that go, "No, nah, nah, I would never root for that guy. I will never root for that guy." I'm like, "Well, what if he's changed? What if he's changed? What if he's a changed dude and he's figured it out?" and You know, I heard so many things in the past, and about cussing, and he wouldn't tip anybody like Arnold Schwarzenegger, and <laughs> and uh, you know, no Pippin, no tipping Scotty Pippen and those guys, and then you hear about the white thing. But everybody screws up. So it's kind of a fun story. Do we root for this guy? Do we not? You know, and, and most people I heard were rooting for him to do things because he's older. And maybe he's gotten. He's going to change it. And that's what America does. They beat you down, and then they hope for a comeback. And I don't know, and then talking to some few, a few people, they weren't into him. And they were like, I was like, what would he have to do for you to forgive him? <laughs> they were like, they just had nothing for me. But I'm watching Tiger, Trent, and I want to ask you this. So he's 42, right? Mm -hmm. And this, this, it's not like this is, and it would be a great story if he won a major. It would be a great, phenomenal story. So when I'm sitting here talking to you about Tiger Woods, I'm sitting here assuming he's going to be healthy. I'm assuming he was actually healthy this time versus the other times when he kind of wasn't. Was he just pretending to be healthy or whatever? I don't know. But I'm taking him for his word, and what the golf experts know, I'm saying he is healthy. He's 42. Why would I be crazy impressed with a 42-year-old in golf winning? One more time. When he was at one point maybe the most dominant athlete or in the conversation for one of the most dominant athletes I've ever seen in any sport ever, ever, Michael Jordan, LeBron, Barry Bonds probably would be my number one, even though he was probably on Roy's. When he did that for, a, what, a year span. We looked that up at one point, Trent. It was like, really? Really? Mm-hmm. I mean, is this guy human? I mean, they walked him 175 times in a row. I mean, it was just ridiculous. What, uh, I think I talked with you a little bit about it, and I talked with one of my buddies about it. And we just looked at him yeah, I think maybe Barry Bonds was maybe the most dominant. But when you're Tiger Woods and you're going against the field and people are taking you over the field, it's just insane. But he's 42. Why should I be impressed if he's healthy? If he's healthy, winning another major, two or three. Why? Why should I be? Because it's a young man's game. Tom Brady, Trent. Tom Brady was 40 last year in football, Mm -hmm. in the NFL, and won the MVP. Tom Brady, 40 40 or 41. Now he's 41 or 42. I can't remember. Why should I be so impressed with Tiger Woods? Because
1: it's still a young man's game. Because Patrick Reed's 27. Because Jordan Spieth is golf. It is golf it is called how
2: much, so how much further they like Trump, what so what has like screwed up so much for Tiger Woods if he's healthy why can't he win another three majors
1: oh I don't know if I, he's healthy I, it's it's the mental part of the game physically yeah he's fine I mean you look at his club head speed you look at you know all those things he, he's right there with everybody which for a 42 year old in its own right is impressive but it's the mental part of the game, and that's the part of Patrick Reed. You know, the run that, that is happening. It's Ricky Fowler burning 18, and he has to make shots, and he does. And, and he said afterwards, and I was reading an interview with him afterwards last night, and he, it, it's not about the physical part of golf, Wolfgang. It, that's not what it is. It's the mental part of the game, and it's very difficult because when we talk football, we talk basketball, we talk other sports, yeah, the mental component gets brought up, but at golf, it's just a completely different level. It, it takes it to that. That's I don't know, and and we could use the old Yogi Berra adage, you know, baseball's ninety percent mental, and the other fifty
2: percent, <laughs> whatever it is. Yeah, no, what, I know, I know what say you are going for, but, yeah. I'm but
1: sorry. whatever the give and take is for for any particular sport, at golf, at the highest levels of golf, the mental game is so much further than what it is compared to other sports, and that's. That's what Tiger has to get past. It's that mental angle. And when things oh go God. bad and you have these memories and just on and on and on, that's a difficult component because it's you in a ball and it's you walking the course and you're waiting for the next shot and figuring out. You know, those kind of things, it's just, it's not read and react like it is in other sports. It's you standing over the ball. Everybody can hit pretty much every shot that's in front of you. But how do you overcome and, and that's the interesting component to golf, but I'm not going to lie also like a good nap in, in between a, a round and then watch the last yeah. five or 6 weeks. Well,
2: your that's stunned. So in your mind, but in your mind, the last few years has been more physical than mental, right? Well last you think five he years. is so screwed with what happened with his wife and the whatever it was, the, the uh, not Denny's, but uh, whatever it was, anyway, with the, the gals and cheating on his wife and whatever whatever you think it's all that was mental. It wasn't all or one. I understand that. But you think now that he's healthy, it's still a mental thing. That is so crazy because I don't think the young guys are getting their due with all you, you golf snobs. I don't think Speed and Rory and Gretzky and all these people are getting any props. You know, who's the Australian guy? Day. I don't understand why none of these guys are getting the props that they deserve. A lot of you guys are fair-weather freaks. It's amazing the numbers that Tiger brings into you guys. You guys all say you're golf guys, you're golf freaks. How big a golf fan are you? Well, how big a golf fan are you guys? You guys are only watching when Tiger's on? No, no,
1: I, I, I know that that's not the case, but we know the casual fan isn't there. So you, you have to, you got to play the hits, Wolfgang. I mean, you can't be sitting and breaking down the Valero Open if nobody cares about it. But, but why isn't speed is a hit? Why isn't Greg a, a hit? Because he's boring.
2: He's boring. George Spieth boring. boring. So is Tiger. Other than he's he looks different than anybody in the history well, of the that's world. That's a part of it. Golf, that's part other of it. than maybe Vijay Singh and who else? Yeah, and I mean that, basically that, white guys. That
1: that's absolutely a part of it. Jordan Fee's boring. That that's all it is.
2: And guess who isn't? Now my new favorite man, Patrick Reed. So I'm looking forward to this. I just I get a little mad when I keep hearing about how unbelievable it would be a forty two year old golf to win a major. Are you kidding me? If he's healthy, if Tiger's healthy, it's not amazing that he won a major. When your MVP last year at age 40 or 41 was Tom Brady. When, when George Foreman, at the age of 45, won the heavyweight boxing title. And I'm supposed to be impressed that a golfer at 42 won it? Not going to happen, Trent. Okay.
1: All right. I'm, I'm just telling you, it's, it, it would be impressive. I, unbelievable? No. Unbelievable is not the right term, but impressive, absolutely. Just two different angles to look at it with it. And, uh, well, with that, we'll talk golf again here in two months with the U.S. Open at Shinnecock. How's that sound?
2: That sounds good. I never thought I'd get that fiery talking golf, but I did.
1: Uh, I like it. I like it. All right, let's jump over uh, a little spring football continuing on. We've talked about you know the coaches that have come up, the assistant coaches from Iowa, kind of what's been uh, happening there. Wha- I did have something for you. So your uh, buddy, Pat, uh, no, Rob Howe, over at Hawkeye Nation, had an opportunity to uh, be on over in Eastern Iowa on the radio with Fran McCaffrey. And it sounded like Fran basically kind of called people out.
2: Uh, Don't do this. Don't. Do- I'm going to get mad. All right. I did not hear this, so this is fresh. And you know what happens when I hear things fresh.
1: Basically called Iowa fans morons.
2: Please go, please go on. <laughs> All right,
1: Let, let's let's see. He, no, no, I'm getting
2: okay. I'm, I'm what I found out is that when you hear things fresh, what do you need to do? Take a deep breath, mm-hmm. and I like to put myself in other people's shoes. All right, okay, dude's making a lot of money, a lot of a lot of money. We, quite frankly, even though I pretend, and you and I both pretend, and other people, fans, message board guys. Radio, calling, whatever bloggers. We pretend like we know as much as Fran. We don't, but you know what? We do know. We sometimes know more than him. (laughs) (laughs) And I will go to battle on him on so many things. Let me, before I get pissed off, hear what he actually said. Did you look it up? Did you find? I'm going to look. So Rob, Howe, Hawkeye Nation did an article. There's quotes from Fran. You, he didn't actually call us idiots, the fans. No, no, no. I mean, he he was. What was it? it The Colts coach said. You think you know, but you just don't know, which I agree with a lot of times. Yeah. Which you know you know, we think we know, we probably don't. You know what I mean? I totally get that saying. But go ahead. What what did uh what did Rob House say?
1: Well, he, he was asked about guys in the past that maybe weren't appreciated. Woodbury, Gassell, Clemens, Utah guys like that. And uh he said he didn't appreciate Appreciate fans that were moronic, uh, something like that. And, and I don't have the direct quote here. Again, it was a radio interview. I don't have the transcript of it or anything mm-hmm. like that. But basically said people that don't couldn't see how good those guys
2: were are moronic. So, in a way, but he's not. I, I mean, do you not get that? Think about, okay, put yourself into, to, and I think you were a woody guy, like me and, and John Miller, and, and we stuck at him forever because yeah. I saw him in high school and I was like, everybody be ready. I know he's a top 50 player. He's around 50 or whatever, or whatever. Please, everybody, lower your expectations, because if you're thinking, you know, some high-flying dunker's going to come in, no, he's going to be a great puzzle piece to a good team, I think. You know, and I kept seeing that over and over again. I'm like, the dude can't jump, people. Please recognize this. Understand, you're not seeing any athleticism on this guy. You're going to see effort. You're going to see a guy that gives us all. You're going to... See a guy that can do a little bit of everything good. Um, but some people just, they can't handle that stuff, which drives me crazy. I mean, he can't jump. Okay, we knew that. But I was like, please, go watch his, there is a thing called YouTube that exists, right? Go watch him so you're not so disappointed when you see him. And you can understand what kind of you know player he's going to be, and you don't have to go, wow, North Carolina offered him, so he must be you know the next Michael Jordan. Or, or whatever, you know? I mean, that's not that wasn't the case. Anybody that saw him in high school knew what we were getting, I think. Trent, do you or no?
1: No, I, I completely understand. And people that don't understand how important and how good those guys were, they are moronic. Ab- absolutely. I, I completely agree. So we actually agree with him. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, of course. But still, to say something like that, even in that context, on the heels of a 14-18 and 18 season, 4-14 four and 14 in the Big Ten, a team at the very least that was considered a bubble-type team coming into the year. I mean, the pressure's on. The, the pressure is on. And, and those are the kind of things that fans that aren't Fran McCaffrey fans are going to take and are going to use against him. It's going to be used against him. It, it is going to happen. If they get off to a bad start again next season and they struggle and they have another losing record, yeah, that's going to be used against Fran McCaffrey, and that's what you have to be concerned about is just... You have to choose your words a little bit different after a season like that. That's what I'm getting to.
2: Yeah, we and, and we're being okay. So we're we're calling. To be honest, Trent, we're calling. And I'm I'm including myself in this. We're calling um, Fran sensitive, right? We are also yes. very sensitive right now to this, and we are reading into every little word he says as big time fans and as you are a radio dude or, or whatever, podcast people or people that are writing articles, whatever. We're reading into every little word he says, and he's being sensitive. And this, you know, it, is Fran reading tweets? What, what, what is he hearing? Where, where is Fran hearing this from? Did because he, he... I know the players get on Twitter, and I understand. They're 18 to 23-year-olds, and now I understand why McCade can't handle this Twitter stuff. Uh, Bohannon, who I love, Trent. He gets his panties in a wad over this Twitter stuff and says stuff that's just ridiculous. And I love Bohannon. Bohannon, get off social media and play the game. Stop it. Is he getting this from Coach? Is Coach reading tweets and listening to radio and what, reading articles? He's probably reading articles because he's, what, 50-whatever. Fifty whatever, 58. seven?
1: Fifty eight 58,
2: 58. 58 years old. So what is where is he getting this stuff from, uh, you know, uh, these people that are idiots? From calling shows, is he reading Twitter? I have problems believing that.
1: Well, he doesn't have a Twitter account. Maybe he's just over at HawkeyeNation.com. He's Fran the Man, 1959, or something like that. And he he's okay. Put there. yourself
2: in his opinion, Trent. Yeah. Or in, in his shoes. Wouldn't you get pissed as well? I would too. Yes. But like you say, you have to tread carefully here.
1: Yes. Think things can unravel very very quickly. Because guys
2: like me and you that have his back, if he starts saying we're. Stupid mm-hmm. because we think we need to play defense. Right. Then that's where I start raging. Well if he thinks yeah. you and I are stupid because we you know don't understand why we don't block out mm-hmm. Yeah, that's when I start getting mad and he starts turning the people instead of me going, Yeah, yeah, coach, yeah. No, I start getting mad.
1: Well, and and that goes to last year. You know, last year during the season when concerns of the defense were brought up to him, and he said, well, it's not really the defense, it's the offense. And and it's just... Oh, God, help me. Yeah, that, that, okay, I, I understand where he was going, I understand what he was saying, but to put your head in the sand what, and say no, that. Where we, was
2: he going? You mean if he made, if we made every shot, we wouldn't lose?
1: If we were what better. He mean? Yes, that—that's. I have what, no idea what he means. That's what he was saying. If if they were better on that end, and it wouldn't lead to runouts, and wouldn't leave oh, easy no. scores on the other, end. which is true. That that is true, but not completely true. That's not the only reason, and and it just looked at, it's looked at that you're being defensive that. You, you just don't understand everything. It, it, they were 19th in the country. This is where they finished up at Ken Palm. Adjusted offensive efficiency. 19th in the country.
2: Okay, Two- now that's not really fair because that does include the NCAA and NIT where all these other people are playing hardcore people, right? Is that what I found out? Because I was looking at stuff, mm-hmm. and who was it? Villanova you know, continued to fade, I believe. They were top 10 in the NCAA tournament. Obviously, they're going to fade if they're playing big-time, good-time teams. So I don't know if I'd buy this. No, I want to see it before the NCAA tournament. Does that make sense at all? You understand know what I'm saying? I don't think it's fair that Villanova goes from 10th to 16th or whatever they did defensively. So Iowa went. They they moved up. Are you saying, What did you say they were offensively? Iowa
1: 19th. And before the tournament began, I, I they were in the top 25. I know. So I mean, okay, it's, so they
2: did they did go up. Okay. Yeah.
1: But regardless of that, the offense is not the problem. You're the top 20 in the country in offensive adjusted <laughs> offense. That's not the problem. Defensively. 242nd. That's a deep, I mean, it's, it's simple. If a moron like me can see it, then everybody can see it and say, well, you know, actually, it's the offense. If we don't give up these runouts, then our defense will be better. No, just stop it. And, and that, those are the kind sure. of things with Fran. I understand. Yeah, he, he is, he's a fiery guy and all these different things, but come on. I mean, don't pee on my head and tell me it's raining. And, and that's what it felt like at times last year when he was talking about the defense, and it's a huge
2: issue. It was a huge, huge issue last year. And he needs to go out of his... I'm trying to think. Okay, let's put our shoe, you know, ourselves in his shoes. Does he or does he not know that all of us as fans are going, are you joking? Mm-hmm. Our defense is a joke. We know it. We know basketball. We may not be coaches. You know, we may not have been white magic. But that doesn't mean we don't know defense. Mm-hmm. Are you? Do you think we're stupid? Are you? Are you playing with us? Are you trying to get a certain percentage of the fan base on your side? And go, yeah, let's come together. I don't know what he's doing there because all it's making me think is he doesn't know what the belief he's talking about. That makes me like him less, and I like the guy. I don't think he's even on the damn warm seat. I don't.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: I'm not that dude. I'm not. I'm not. But it's. It makes me want him on the warm seat when he says stuff like this. Do you understand? It makes me turn against him. Right. Making me think he doesn't know the problems with what went on last year. Why would I want a coach of a team, of my favorite team that I grew up loving and going to games and season tickets, why would I want a coach that doesn't act like he knows what the hell the problem was when one of the most disappointing seasons we've seen in any sport in how long, Trent? Sorry, this was one of the worst seasons I've seen disappointing in terms of disappointing and expectations that we as a fan base had, you're going to have to throw it out there. One of the worst basketball
1: I've seen. I'm right there with you. One of the most disappointing years, certainly the most disappointing year, I'd have to say, since, what was it, 2002? Senior year for, for uh, Reggie Evans and Luke Recker. Oh. Got into the top ten and then collapsed. Made a run to the Big Ten tournament again, but lost to Ohio State. And, uh, there was Grant,
2: no... what, the, what was the other problem that season? ear pierce's point
1: guard yes
2: you didn't have a real point guard again the same damn thing Trent.
1: <laughs> uh, it'll, it all comes around doesn't it wolfgang well we are out of time all right yeah I'll, I'll i'll let you simmer with this one you can stew for a while and you can go uh go yell at your television tonight okay
2: yeah for those of you that want to listen i'm gonna stick my head out the window right now so please open your windows i'm i'm animated you got me going and then you just got me off frank
1: sure. <laughs> get out of here we'll talk to you friday Ah, uh, you. That's Wolfgang. You can find him on Twitter again at WolfgangHawkeye. Always a lot of fun. This portion of the program presented by Advantage Financial and Tax Services. You are a week away. Your taxes are due on the 16th. The 15th falls on a Sunday. You have a week to get everything done. If you're falling behind, you need some help, call Mike Hammond at Advantage Financial and Tax Services. All the information online at AdvantageIowa.com. Com. We're coming back with more on the other side as we take you up until 6 o'clock tonight. Jimmy B. joins the fray once again. What we're watching tonight, we'll get into it here. It's Jimmy
0: B. and TC. And welcome back, everybody. Our final segment as we will wrap things up here on a Monday on the Big Talker 1700. Jimmy B. and TC, Jim and Trent. You know, it's, it's funny. I'm trying to kind of look back over the weekend a little bit. And, yes, I did watch a lot of the Masters. I found it interesting, Trent, that I could watch Tiger Woods on my iPad because they had him as the featured group, and CBSSports.com offered that up so you could watch that. Um, I mean, he wasn't around when their coverage began. So from that standpoint, the coverage of the final round, it was up a little bit, but not like what it was on Thursday and Friday when Tiger was featured on the television coverage.
1: Yeah, uh, I mean, that's kind of to be expected, though. As as good as golf is, as good as the young guys and all these things, what drives the ratings is Tiger Woods, and without him being a big part of the weekend, without him being in contention... It's no surprise they, they saw an increase, but you go back just three years ago, the ratings were better then, and that was with Phil winning it. So it's still driven by Tiger and Phil. Those are still the names that that still resonate, even with all these young guys. And, you know, in a way, as golf fans, Jim, that can be a little bit frustrating. I get it. I, I would love more people to be excited about Patrick Reed and Rory and, and mm-hmm. Ricky and all those different guys, but it's the reality. The reality is the the casual sports fan without Tiger Woods not going to be interested
0: now i'm with you on that and and it's it goes back to what i talked about a little bit last week when uh we talked about the the ufc a little bit and how they they don't have a draw without tiger golf has some and what you just mentioned some really nice young players but they aren't a draw they're not uh, when wood shows up it's an event Mm -hmm. and and even it's the masters and golf fans are going to watch, but the casual viewer, a sports fan viewer, probably wouldn't take a lot of time to just watch the Masters if he's not a golfer or, you know, just one of those guys that just in passing, okay, I'll check it out. He's probably not going to do that. So, look, it's great the Tiger's back. It's great that he had an eagle on his uh, on the uh, second nine that he played on Sunday, and Look, I I I thought from that standpoint that I sure hope that his game continues to rise because if it does, it's only going to help golf. And people go on and say, "Oh, you know, I I remember uh, uh, the guy who uh, who who calls who's the main voice, Jim uh, Nance." Not huh, Nance, Nance. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, Jim Nance. I was going to say Jim Lampley. He does boxing. Uh, Jim Nance. I remember him saying, oh, golf, golf's going to be just fine. Doesn't need Tiger. It's going to be. No, the ratings stink without Tiger. And it's been proven and shown in the previous tournaments where Tiger played and the ratings went through the roof. So from that aspect, I'm just glad that the guy is back. Uh, I really believe that he's going to win another major, maybe two. Uh, just with what I've seen so far from his game and only his fourth or fifth tournament. So that from that aspect, that's really, that's really good. Now we get into a week where it's really going to be tough to find things, Trent. It really is. Mm-hmm. Uh, the hockey playoffs begin like what, Wednesday, Thursday? So we'll be able to watch some good Stanley Cup uh, playoff action. But the NBA still has a couple of games left. And, which brings me to you and your Minnesota T-Wolves. Yeah. And they got a nice win on the West Coast, and it's going to come down, it looks like, to one game to see if they get in. Are you still standing by what you said last week, where you indicated, nah, I'm not so sure I really want them to get in, because they're going to get blitzed by Houston, and then it'll be over? Are you still standing on
1: that? Nope, absolutely not. I've completely flipped, and yeah, after... Watching this team and seeing just how, how awful they were at times. You know, the lost Atlanta, the lost to Memphis that they had a couple of weeks ago, and yeah. the, the head scratchy nature of the way that they were playing. I was out. And then Jimmy Butler comes back, and all of a sudden, everybody picks up their game, starts seemingly working harder on the defensive end of the floor. And I'm back in, Jimmy B. I'm back in, and I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm trying to figure out a way hey, if they are at the 7 or 8 seed, because they can be anywhere with two victories here at the end of the season. Yes. You know, they can still slide a number of different ways. But even if they get Houston in the first round, Golden State in the first round, I'm starting to buy in because you know what? Houston, all of a sudden, they go cold from 3. You can yeah. beat that team in a series with Jimmy Butler yes. back healthy and, and the talent yes. that Minnesota has. You absolutely can beat this depleted Golden State team. If Steph Curry isn't back and it's still a question mark of when or if he's going to be back, you can beat that team, Jimmy. Yeah, I'm I'm mm-hmm. I'm all of a sudden I'm I'm completely flipped from where I was. You and have. All, and all it takes is Jimmy Butler getting back. I because Jimmy <laughs> Butler had been gone so long, I forgot what a good team they are with him on the floor. They're really good. Yeah. And Jimmy Butler, I mean, you, he, he's not going to get any MVP votes, but you talk about importance for a team, value of a team. Jimmy Butler's right up there. And yeah, he, he can he score, is but, right up there. but yeah. the way they yeah. play on the defensive end with him. It is completely different. So I'm pumped up tonight. They're favored by a ton against Memphis. They don't need to cover the 16 and a half. Just win this one. Set up Wednesday night. On my birthday, a chance for the T-Wolves in the playoffs for the first time in 13 years against the Nuggets. Give it to me, Jimmy B. I'm back in.
0: Wow, listen to you. I mean, you did a total flip on that because you were down and out last week. Yeah. That's that's amazing. I know that I know when I saw Butler on the floor they were getting ready to play the Lakers. I sent you that text. Yeah. And it said, "Butler's going to play." <laughs> yeah. That was awesome. And what I tell you, I was, you, was played, I was pumped he, up. Yeah. Yeah, you were. Yeah. And and he played well. So, from that aspect, yes, I I would be an in. I told you, it is so important, even if you get bounced in the first round, Trent, when you haven't been there, and the young guys that are on this team, meaning the Minnesota T-Wolves, they've never been to a playoff, mm-hmm. Butler has, so that's that's the old sage, if you want to refer, refer to him like that, who can explain everything and how the game changes and how important uh, each and every possession is, but... Look, the city will go absolutely crazy and even if they're bounced in 5 or 6 by either Houston or Golden State, it'll just be, look, we made the playoffs this past season. We're going to be even better next year and next year we can really, you know, count on making a run. You got to get there first mm-hmm. and see and see what it's all about before you can continue on. So, for me, I'll be dialed in on that game tonight as well. I'm also going to take a look at Portland and Denver. Yep, absolutely. Because yep. because because those are the Denver's the team that uh, that Minnesota will finish the season with, and we know how important that final game will be. Yeah,
1: right there with you. A very important game, and keep an eye on New Orleans tonight. So yeah, a little late yes. night viewing of that. My twins are in action tonight. So Fox Sports North, both uh, the regular channel and the Overflow channel on DirecTV, going to get a workout tonight with the T-Wolves and the Twins. <laughs> I'll be watching that. We get Brewers, Cardinals tonight. Uh, that'll yeah. be on. It'll probably be blacked out. I'm going to guess on ESPN. So you have to go to Fox Sports Wisconsin or Fox Sports Midwest to catch that one. And uh, what else kind of grabs? Well, if Otani plays tonight, you got to flip on the Angels,
0: right? I'm I'm, I'm going to watch that game. If he's in the lineup yeah. to hit after after what we just witnessed over the weekend where the guy was sensational pitching, and, and he's hit, what, three or four home runs already. He's got three, three, yeah. I'm telling you, it's, it's great late-night viewing. If you're a baseball fan, You even if the, the Angels aren't even in the equation for you, if you're a Cards, Cubs, White Sox, Royals, Twins, it doesn't matter. But you have to see Otani play, mm-hmm. because, Trent, he was awful in in spring training. Yeah. Just absolutely awful. They were even considering at one time, the talk was, we're going to start him in Triple A. Mm-hmm. Well, they didn't, and look what happens. You know, the light bulb goes on, and it's time for the big bright lights. Here's a guy who knows how to perform.
1: He's been a lot of fun, and we'll keep an eye on that. A lot of baseball conversation coming in the coming days, and... We shift our attention over. Spring football coming to a close. Iowa State finishes up this week, next week for the Hawkeyes. But uh, certainly a lot more to talk about. NHL playoffs get going on Wednesday night. Got the NBA right around the corner. It'll be a good time, Jimmy B.
0: I'm always looking forward to the playoffs. I love the playoffs, and you can really get into it and really see the change in intensity as well, where every game means so much. All right, we are out of here for a Monday. Thank you, everybody, for listening. We'll be back bright and early tomorrow at 4 o'clock in the afternoon, right here on the Big Talker 1700.